bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kind of so safe they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this Tyler Perry movie got AIDS spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are ready to do another movie review for a movie you've seen don't ever plan on seeing or don't care about spoilers because we're going to spoil this movie and today's movie is transformers rise of the beast um of course uh we have uh we went to the theater and we saw some trailers before i don't know that we saw a trailer that we haven't seen before it's the dog days of summer meaning this is when we start going to the movie theaters a lot mm-hmm. and because of that we're normally just like we were just there last week there's no new movie announcements really so i'll go through them but i don't think we saw anything new or if you have new thoughts let me know gran turismo oh same thoughts asteroid city what is that the 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 wes anderson oh yeah same thoughts the flash yeah same thoughts oppenheimer same yeah same thoughts yeah uh teenage Mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem Mm -hmm. mission impossible i think had maybe it was a new trailer maybe it was an old one there's a lot of mix of the footage so yeah but i was in you know us we were yeah and lastly in 3d we saw the marvels trailer in 3d um which um you know makes sense it's a marvel movie they'll probably put it out in 3d mm-hmm. uh but i don't have any new thoughts on it i'm mm-hmm. you know I, I, the only thing i'll say for thoughts is i listen to this podcast firestarter.com podcast um and they were and it's an old episode and they were talking about how they didn't really like guardians of the galaxy and then i was thinking about keith Malley and newsy how they were talking on last week uh or keith and i mean on uh Chew and a mm-hmm. that podcast behind their paywall where he was they were saying they didn't really like guardians of the galaxy and i was thinking i think we're at this point now where marvel has made the people they have converted the people they want into nerds who are going to watch all the tv shows mm-hmm. and the movies and they're not going to skip anything and you're going to watch a recap and you're going to listen to someone explain it and mm-hmm. you're going to you know like you want to see all the easter eggs and all that stuff and i don't think it's obviously everybody it's a huge percentage but it's not everybody i think the casual fan of the marvel the mc universe right is falling off because this is what nerd content is it's never ending it's always a lot mm-hmm. and if you miss a thing all of a sudden you feel like you're way behind it starts feeling like you need to be up on it all the time yeah, it starts feeling like work and for a lot yeah. of people they're like it's work i'm out yeah and uh i think and and also this is the wave where it's just the most silliest theoretical concepts it's Mm -hmm. you know a bunch of time traveling multiverse talking concepts and fucking you know uh you know anamorphic talking raccoons and dogs comics 
and and at this point it's gonna be you know like i'm sure there'll be a gimmick in the marvels where oh when you use your powers to transport and who knows what what it'll end up being you know something probably you know silly or goofy but i think that's where we are with marvel content now and for a lot of people it feels like a lowering of the bar because the first wave was about convincing people this could be like a real thing so that's why the first wave doesn't have any interstellar travel you don't even leave the planet um until avenge until uh a little bit of thor but you don't really like we don't leave the planet to go there much but you know there's like an acknowledgement that there's something outside of earth with thor yeah and one of the avengers tony starks kind of floated outside and they came right back right and that was in the avengers movie is the first time we really see like oh this could be an intergalactic thing right and i think now people are starting to be like all right that's enough you know right but you can't i don't think you can dial it back but that was the thought i had watching the marvels trailer was like oh yeah i'm watching this and i'm so excited but there's people somewhere that are gonna be like i hate this movie or you know i've hated the last three or four of these movies i don't get it anymore why do i keep seeing these movies right it is one of those things where and i know everybody don't go by the way i feel if you don't like it don't watch it uh that's just how i feel about it and i think a lot of people are chasing the same high they got from that first stretch and you're never going to get that same high again i think what i'm saying is not like i don't you know watch it or don't i don't give a fuck and like it or don't i don't care but i think i'm trying to parse out what this is with the the people kind of pick like starting to to pick pick it apart and i think a large part of that is just simply um either you converted to a nerd and you are watching all the shit or you didn't right and at some point you're like well i'll just step in every once in a while and hope that it's a good movie and you know and if it's not a movie i can kind of like hop right into without knowing all the other shit then it's a bad movie you know yes i agree and also like comics in the real world everybody don't read all of the comics you have nerds that are like i'm reading everything do you have nerds that are like i'm only gonna read black panther i'm only gonna read thor i'm only gonna read spider-man i'm only gonna read super i don't give a fuck about the crossovers i'm not gonna do it right um all right let's get into this movie transformer rise of the beast um so the the storyline returning to the action and spectacle that have captured moviegoers this is not a that's not the storyline it's just a what okay during the 90s a new faction of transformers the maximals joined the autobots as allies in the battle for earth it's directed by stephen capel jr written by joby harold darnell mattier and josh peters stars anthony ramos dominique fishback uh luna lauren velez um toby and weegway is in here um uh pete davidson does the voice of one of the uh, transformers um uh let's get into what uh what you liked uh let's give me something you like karen the biggest thing that i absolutely loved about this movie and it's probably because it was back in the 1990s whoever decided the music did a great job like the music the way it flowed the way it fit the era it was so brooklyn it was so new york 
um I, I was absolutely here for the music and that's one of the few times i can say i'm here for music in the fucking transformers movie because i know i don't give a fuck about the music in transformers to tell the truth but i was like oh you're setting vibes you're setting feels it's like whoever decided the music actually took in consideration atmosphere and where they were adding the music didn't feel like it was forced the music feel like it kind of just fit uh set the scenery even though you know certain things happen which prompt the music don't get me wrong but i ac- absolutely enjoyed the music this whole movie yeah um uh, uh, i definitely enjoyed it too i'll just kind of go along the same lines with my first thing i liked about it um it was so black and yes. um from the music i've wondered like because sometimes i don't connect to movies that have a lot of rich music from mainstream music that's you know for lack of a better term white to me like like you know i i just didn't gravitate to that kind of music even in the 90s i i know the songs i've heard them on the radio but i never bought those albums played them myself you know I, i very rarely would i fall into that and um so you know i watched something like a guardians of the galaxy and they're playing like all the hits from the 90s for white people for the most part or the hits from the 2000s or whatever and you're like okay yeah i i, I know the songs but I, they don't have a connection with me right this music is my music right so every single song i didn't just know i knew all the words oh, to yes. them i knew like each it was hard not to sing along i wasn't Me gonna too. sing along in the theater for uh, well it wasn't full of people but i wasn't gonna sing along and you know like be a jerk but i could i like i as soon as i got out i was like i gotta find the soundtrack to this album because mm-hmm. it's the soundtrack of my youth and it was very new york centric you know so you know it's new york hip-hop but it takes place in new york for the uh you know for the establishing uh narrative so yeah i i really thought it was black the dialogue the characters the world they inhabited and it's so rare to get that kind of treatment in these franchises and Mm -hmm. you know i don't think it's a coincidence that we're like transforming movie number nine before they gave black people to hell but it connected with me in a way that i that even the other movies didn't connect because they didn't connect with my culture they just connected with the idea of like oh i remember these toys and Mm -hmm. and playing in the in the back room and 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 watching the cartoon this is the first time where i was like "Mm, fuck that i just remember biggie i remember wu-tang i remember you know when people used to uh you know dress a certain way or or make jokes a certain thing and so that to me was a huge part of uh, things that i liked about this movie i love the action the action was absolutely beautiful we went to go see it in 3d and all jokes aside, this is one of the first Transformers I could say the 3D was worth the upcharge. Up mm-hmm. Like, you normally go ride Transformers and the shit is so blurry. Even I was surprised, too. It was so clear. I was surprised because I actually took my glasses off a couple times to see if, like, is it really using the 3D or that's just that bullshit. Now, of course, it is the post-3D. It's not the filmed in 3D like Avatar but it was always using it even on little mundane scenes like oh the plane is landing i took my glasses off for a second i was like it's blurry okay cool they using the 3d effects and i yeah i agree with you um i do recommend if you get a chance to see it in 3d if you you know after you hit this review if you're one of those people that hadn't seen it um i'm sorry yes oh i'm sorry i was going to go on with what i was talking Mm -hmm. about the action 
and the reason why is because there's a lot of fight scenes and with the 3d glasses it's sharp where you could actually literally see every particularly at the last battle so many people getting so fucked up and dying and going to the left and going to the right and it was gorgeous to watch it in almost like a hd type of feel through through the screen so i absolutely positively loved uh the action yeah i also enjoyed the action because they actually show the transformers fighting a lot Mm -hmm. um in the previous movies we spend so much time with the humans um that it gets to be a point where you're like i i don't like what y'all are doing like Mm -hmm. what you're trying to convey or whatever it just feels like a like a what's the point situation Mm -hmm. um and i enjoyed that in this case the point was to watch big robots fight now right um they didn't run away from that and even you know at the end when you have um uh noah diaz rock the like the art the mech armor type thing like it's a cool like innovative fun idea but it's also something that like when you play in with toys or when you're watching the 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 tv show or the movie these are things that would be in there you just you're like what's the fucking point of these michael bay movies if you're never going to do this kind of shit i don't want to see a human just running around and not participating in the and i'm missing all the action because the action's in the back with the transformers fighting i want to see the transformers fight and if they're gonna have a human i want to see them involved in the shit uh not just run around yelling run and yelling each other's name like anime and so yeah that was that was really cool another thing that worked for me pete davidson i didn't see it coming but he was really good as mirage i really fucking enjoyed mm-hmm. him he was funny um and he kind of stole the show i get he it now did. you know i i would have had sex with him if i was a 50 year old woman i get it everybody ah! uh he was he had a great charisma uh big dick energy was all over the screen when he was mirage and so uh yeah he was one of my favorite parts about the movie um and 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 kind of stole the show for me in in a movie where it's kind of hard to steal the show because i'm coming for you know all this other these are these other reasons with these transformers yes and something else and this kind of go with the action but to piggyback on what you were saying before about the fight scenes i'm like you i really enjoyed us actually getting to see the robots fight mm-hmm. fight each other uh which i absolutely positively appreciate and you saw people getting fucked up you saw them chopping heads off you saw them losing body parts you saw like i was like okay yeah y'all understand why people came and like you said before it's one of those things where you know we know not trying funny y'all not gonna fuck the humans up because it's part of red pg-13 so the shit that y'all would have quote-unquote done to done to humans you could actually just do it in the robots do all for the blood or whatever you're gonna do to it you know just to make it cool and i really do appreciate you you showing their weapons and showing what they can do and showing that they're big and strong and things like that and i i really uh appreciated that yeah i agree um uh another thing that worked for me was the runtime um i was prepared because everything these days feels like it's like if we're making a movie we gotta make this shit you know set, uh, five hours or three hours this one it is really like two hours because you don't have to like stay for their credits but 
it was like mostly action and right as i was like all right that's about the end they wrapped it up the post credit scene happens like three seconds into the credits and then that's it you could go home so i actually appreciated the runtime um uh because it it didn't get so self-indulgent and because most of the runtime is not just spent you know watching this sam's gonna get a girlfriend or not or some shit like that oh and something else i loved about it is that the explosions had a purpose i fucking hated michael bay uh when it got to a certain point sometimes you do explosions just for explosions and they fucking don't have a point if right. some shit exploded it had a fucking point if some shit blew up it actually served a purpose other than we just want to see some shit blow up while you jump in or fall in or tumble in or some shit like that um and so i really do appreciate that you know uh about this movie that you know uh uh yeah i mean i can say anybody can say all the explosions in movies are pointless yes but no no michael bay was too much at times so Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed the explosions and the things that were happening around them actually served a purpose and they didn't do it just to do it yeah i also like that the transformers were g1 um which i know that's nerdy or whatever but g1 transformers are the ones from the cartoon optimus prime looks like the fucking truck from the cartoon bumblebee uh even though he didn't turn into a volkswagen his his transformer version like the size and and structure of him look like the cartoon rc look like like i like i'm a sucker for that kind of stuff and i enjoyed the new transformers they introduced uh even though they they were like a twist on the other things but they made for some pretty good jokes um but yeah i love the design of the transformers um next thing i i know it sounds weird but i actually love that they didn't make the storyline so convoluted that it lost you Mm -hmm. they kept shit simple because this is basically a reboot and so i like the fact that they was like yeah you such such we such such all right let's work together let's go you know that they they didn't you know they might have threw like a few names at you but nothing where at the end you'd be like huh the fuck is this they kept it really really we need to save the earth we need humans to save the earth okay let's go and so i appreciate they did not complicate the storyline for casual people that that are like i like the transformers i want to see transformers don't give a fuck about this other shit oh they fighting that's why i came yeah um trying to think is there anything else for pauses for me um oh and i enjoy dominique fishback but i enjoy her everything i feel like that's a kind of a given um i i i would have liked to see her get to get in a suit or something like that too but you know i uh for for her what she was and for the character i enjoyed her and then also uh i thought it was uh funny like it would it like the especially like it was funny and you didn't really have a lot of comedians in it you know and i don't think it was funny in like the oh my god it was just kind of like you know that kind of quippy funny that gets you from scene to scene um but yeah i enjoyed her comedic delivery probably the most uh after uh pete davidson obviously but um yeah so she was and, and she was not doing like waka waka shit she was just being funny uh with her character and stuff so i enjoyed that uh anything else to piggyback on something else you you said and i kind of want to reiterate it i love the fact that they gave the humans something to do Mm -hmm. which is something that with the michael bay ones they didn't really get to do but i liked that they kind of gave them a purpose gave them you know you still have family but the family wasn't the whole 
point mm-hmm. and we didn't spend so much time with the family that it actually took away from the uh robots mm-hmm. so i appreciate that i appreciate like you said they they putting them in a mech suit i appreciate them giving them gadgets i you know i appreciated that type of things so that the humans wouldn't just basically two inch ants running and all you see is big ass robots swinging above your head 50 feet high and you can barely see what they're doing uh i enjoyed the villains here mm-hmm. um these are some of the better transformer villains and i think part of the reason i enjoyed them is because they can die in this one now unicron is such a big existential threat i i worried about that when i saw it in the trailer because i was like okay they don't have time to do the full transformers the movie 1984 version or whatever the fuck so what is this exactly you know what i mean like is this motherfucker gonna transform into unicron and he's bigger than the fucking planet and they're gonna fight him that just Ah! like this sounds too too ridiculous but um i like the fact that scourge was the villain and basically we're you know we watched the battle between them and optimus prime and because they weren't like megatron or galvatron they could die they could get killed and i loved when optimus killed them you know that was such a fun moment uh anything else for prizes yes i one of my favorite scenes and it was the car scene i like a good car chase scene Mm -hmm. and they absolutely did a perfect job with the mirage and and them going through the city and things like that It, it, it was just a really really fun like you said fun it was so much shit that was just fun to watch and, and enjoy and enjoyable like you say without it centering completely around a comedian to actually physically crack you up um the last one for my positives uh the gi joe tie-in at the end in the mm. post credits yeah, didn't see that coming didn't see it coming and it was such a fun moment um you know i think at the end of the day these are toys yes and that never even had comic books before they were toys they were toys first and then it just kind of got turned into like tv and comics and at this point i i know the bar is low you know i'm not even gonna try to argue like it's super complicated but i just enjoy like oh in the next movie the transformer toys will be playing with the gi joe toys and i actually do want to see that so i was i was like oh this is gonna be interesting yeah i'm excited and i hope they do i hope they do that i hope they do combine them i I always thought it was weird that they didn't combine them but you know in my mind if i owned multiple properties i'd be throwing them in everything i think audiences would have such a good time if you just had like if if like if tom cruise from mission impossible showed up in character to the fucking fast and furious franchise tell me everybody wouldn't lose their mind so i i like i like that idea of like yeah let's throw some gi joes in it and let's cross over yes yes i like them creating their own universe and actually not trying funny again doing the reboot of gi joe you know because there was several gi joe movies and a lot of them was not good i think one of them had the rock in it uh like i said they were okay nothing you know nothing to write home about but i but this actually gives them a chance to actually redo it and 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 if they want to redo it well and it can actually actually invest in it get good writing and storylines and all that shit i mean it is made for kids but at the same time it can still be fun yeah anything else for positive Mm -hmm. okay oh i have one more positive i'm sorry very diverse cast agreed extremely diverse cast oh that felt good you know <laughs> like and not and like everyone did their thing especially the voice acting michelle yo was in there as air razor 
um uh lisa kashi was rc uh peter dinklage was scourge uh ron perlman was optimus primal like you know and of course uh uh peter cullen has to be the voice of optimus prime forever so uh and coleman domingo was unicron oh i didn't know that i know man they had some good ass christo fernandez will jack uh tangai Teresa as Cheetor, like they, I don't know, man. They kind of did their thing, they, making sure that black and brownness was all throughout this script, all throughout the. And it was worth yeah, it. Yeah, and so I like that stuff. All right, now we gotta get into dislikes. Give me something you didn't like. Mm, one thing you kind of brought it up, and I do kind of agree. I do wish that the black woman would have got more action. Mm. And you know, it was almost like it's time for the action, and they basically sent her on a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and you know, and it was one of those things where I would have liked at the ending if he would have gave her that hand thing. Mm-hmm. So when she was going around, maybe she could have fought it or blew it up. Even not even right. if it for for a minute or two, you know, or some shit like that, because it was almost that it was almost a damsel in distress type of thing. Yeah, but they didn't fridge her. But at the same time, it was she was consistently running, consistently, you know, uh, uh, they were talking and things like that. But it wasn't the same. You got to be strong. It's inside of you. This is my earth, too, mm-hmm. type of feeling, you know, thing. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do in the second one, but I would love for her to come back and meet him. And be like, oh, yeah, bitch, I'm, I'm we can do this together next time. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's definitely one of my I feel like she got now look she was an important character she mm-hmm. kind of was like a sam witwicky of this world but she just didn't get to do enough of the action for me she you know obviously survived she you know kills that last thing that was gonna like robot thing spider looking robot mm-hmm. like it wasn't like a bad portrayal i didn't feel like it was like offensive or something but my thing is inclusion in this type of setting is typically you get to fight and kick ass and so i wanted to see her get to fight and kick a little more ass um i would also love to see her and like rc be like uh linked up like uh like like they would be rolling together because oh just right because she the motorcycle yeah Yeah. it would have that would have been cool but you know like but all right so for me the main issue with this film is just like the x-men first class films the fact that they won't just divorce themselves completely of michael bann i know it's impossible because he's like executive producer on this who knows how much he even had to do with it because you can be an ep and just be like put my name on this shit i that's i'll stop making movies but the deal i'm making with the studios my name is on this shit so i'm gonna get a check but i want them to completely start the fuck over and not even worry about tying into michael bay's universe and this movie gave me the feeling of we don't want to mess around too much with stuff that if at some point will cross over into the michael bay territory and so fuck him just keep going but i understand though (laughs) so because they haven't just said fuck it it's a reboot let's keep going i worry that they won't because that is definitely what happened with those x-men class first class movies is they got so far into the you know they started in the past so they could have a quote-unquote clean slate but at some point it's like we got to tie it into the convoluted mess 
of the other movies and it just it never hit the same after that so uh yeah i'm a little worried about that and uh i think that's that held the film back anything for else Mm -mm. all right i have a bunch um it's i don't understand why they said that the maximals were from the future and from the past but they don't really take time to explain it now i watched beast wars so i know but as as far as this movie's concerned it's gonna be a shit ton of people leaving like what do they mean by that they keep saying they're from the future but they're from the past but they were here before the autobots but the autobots and all the other movies was was here a long time and never ran into none of these maximals or nothing right uh i think it got a little too cute and maybe they should have like it i wonder if they started where like they were gonna have a whole beast wars movie or something and then they just Just didn't do it it. and then they were like well we'll just do this movie as if there was a beast wars movie or everybody watched beast wars and i kind of understand that if you're like dc like if it's superman you don't gotta tell me his origin story i've seen it a lot if you're transformers beast wars you, you gotta, really got to catch the audience up yeah because the bulk of the audience hadn't seen 14 versions of beast wars yeah like i, when, know I have it <laughs> when you're saying you're you've been here on earth longer than optimus prime has been but also you're from a future where you're named after optimus prime and there's not even a question from the characters on the screen or an explanation to us as an audience that's to me either bad writing or someone like took a lot of shit out and just was like yeah we don't want to make another two and a half hour movie so we just gonna take all this shit out uh, i don't know okay but yeah that that shit was kind of stupid toby and Weegway was i didn't even understand why he was in this movie he was it was pointless it felt like the kind of role you give to like a comedian and then somebody's just a big fan of toby and they wanted to use the song in the last act so they just like put him in the movie and he wasn't terrible but it just was like he didn't serve a purpose yeah it was like okay i guess you know especially with all these niggas playing niggas from new york and no one really sounded like they were from new york um maybe you could argue that um noah diaz character sounded like he was from new york but everybody else didn't really give me the new york vibes like they were from there or if they were from there they weren't really putting on an accent that much right um and then uh what was the other thing i'm gonna say um i think that might be my main issues um but yeah it's once you throw in the other movies and some of the logic and this mcguffin of the trans dimension whatever that thing was like it gets very convoluted very quickly and this script is not even interested in answering your questions Mm -mm and they're basically like listen you came to see big ass robots fighting we're gonna give you that if you want to know about the lore of this world and how it's connected go read the comics uh not even go read the comics no if you want to know because there's other movies Mm. they're like we just don't care and it just Uh. we're going off of vibes it's the most just playing with some toys in the back room movie version of all this shit in my opinion um so those would be like you know my main issues with the movie um and i really think because the characters are black and brown i'm dismissing the whole like i don't understand why these characters in the movie i felt that way about white people but when it was black and brown people i was like i know why they in the movie because it's brooklyn son you know what i mean (laughs) brooklyn baby yeah so um all right karen zero to five what would you rate it 
I'm actually going to. I really had a ball watching this movie. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I had a ball. Yeah, I would give it a three and a half. I think is it's the kind of transformer movie I've been waiting on, but I feel like it's kind of fast and furiousy for me where. Mm-hmm. I know my bar is so low for just Transformers content. I had this feeling the other day. I saw the trailer for Barbie. And as I'm watching the trailer for Barbie, and I know from Twitter how much all the people I follow, mostly women, are super excited for this movie. Mm -hmm. And I see this trailer, and I have zero emotional connection to it. I don't get it. I don't even know why people think it's going to be good. It looks terrible to me. Same. I never played with Barbies. I did, but same. Right. I never played with Barbies. I don't even know what to get excited about over Barbies because I don't watch no cartoons. I just know of the toy. Mm -hmm. That's all I know. But to me, Transformers is my Barbies. Right. That's all it is. So, like, same way with He Man and some of these other ones. Yeah, I'm getting excited off of stuff that I'm just like, I remember those toys and maybe somebody can play with them in their sandbox of cgi and make me go oh that's a neat story to tell with these toys that's how this felt to me was like oh i just like watching people play with these toys this is not any level of deepness i can't defend this movie as quality cinema to anybody i didn't find the writing to be that great i didn't find the performances to be that great um i love the action and the cgi but being frank like you're getting action and cgi in a lot of big budget movies that that, that actually do have good writing and scripts and performances I so i can't even really make that argument so like i said i i think i enjoyed it at like a three and a half out of five because i literally was just like ooh, i'm watching transformers and there's a lot of fighting but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't defend this movie against almost any criticism because it's just like i can't i can think of a thousand valid reasons to not like this movie but for me personally i don't care same same i and also i think i'm gonna tell you the truth with the soft reboot of bumblebee and with this one it's such a it's connected but it's such a departure from the shit show that Michael Bay had create had created, till I'm like, okay, I I can deal with this. Like, mm-hmm. do it make sense? It's fucking toys. None of it makes sense to me, but I am here for it. Yeah. So, um, let's get into the feedback. We got a couple of comments on some of our latest reviews. Um, I think the first one is on 65. We've got two comments. Brooklyn Shoe Babe says, hear me out. Sony Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse just told Disney's Marvel Cinematic Universe to suck their dick. As a huge MCU nerd, I'm super impressed by this movie. The last time I heard an audience reaction like this was when Captain America caught Thor's hammer. My whole theater erupted at the end. The animation was phenomenal. Love how the movie started out bright and then progressively got darker. How about putting in someone from every Spider-Man movie and Venom? Bruh, the nerd in me was hollering miles where i was brooklyn fucking on she was very excited she's so excited <laughs> she left this comment on 65 not <laughs> I should have the wrong one. it's not even on spider-man across the <laughs> spider-verse look, look, look you're gonna get these comments yeah i'm not complaining i'm just i'm just saying <laughs> I, I, I had to go back and look like did i click on the right thing and <laughs> you did i clearly clicked on the right thing but yeah 
um hmm that's interesting um let's see uh sailor agnes says this was fine it felt if if like rod interpreted this film this film not having much or i guess it's like rod said uh this film not having much cohesion this is a poor man's a quiet place for what it's worth just without the human connection and depth really which is nuts because scott beck and brian woods were responsible for a quiet place being what it is and this being their newest adventure being so ordinary was kind of shocking yeah you know what's interesting about that because i heard i saw later that it was from the quiet place team but i know that the dude from the office that started and also like was heavy in like directing it or something mm-hmm. and it just felt like it was missing the heart in in the performance yes yes i did like the technology in the world even if the writing is lacking adam driver chloe coleman and brianna greenblatt were fine with the given material i do feel if they were given loftier material like something out of a quiet place franchise 65 could have been more than just a matinee or folding laundry shit this could have been a dino crisis adaptation and it would have been better yeah it could have been to rock the dinosaur hunter not the uh worst movie i've seen this year so far that honor goes a house party remake certainly not the best either shit's about as right down the middle as plain chicken drumstick from whole foods (laughs) (laughs) shots fired now why am i in it right uh but yeah i it just yeah it just wasn't hidden for me Mm -mm. you know um i really um i really wanted to like it Mm mm-hmm you know really wanted to like it but i mean i was very excited to download it and all that shit but it just wasn't hitting uh i don't know if we read his comment on the spider-verse he left one there i can't remember when let me see so that was oh we must have read it because we posted 65 okay 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 we did read it uh air is the last one y'all left a comment from uh, for i reviewed this solo i watched it on amazon prime uh san lagney says a solidly done movie that on the surface shouldn't have worked a flick about jordan's patented air jordan seemed like a bad idea just like any bad hollywood idea that exists thoroughly enjoy air the making of the shoe and the actors in it especially chris tucker who was just game from scene one as howard wright yeah he was amazing uh he really like i felt like he stole the show because i was hoping for a good performance for him but i just didn't know if he would be giving you one and he did viola davis is just textbook viola i don't know how else to call it yeah she's always great just continues to be stellar at this thing called acting i thought matt damon and ben affleck were mostly solid and damon hitting the effective speech to mj really hit glad we did yeah that's when they had a movie i'm sure was i'm gonna give the speech and i feel like they cheated a little bit because he gives the speech against a backdrop of very emotional music and interspersed highlights of michael jordan so we're not actually watching him give the speech as much as we're watching highlights of michael jordan right and i'm sorry but that shit's gonna hit on any level you could just put that part on youtube without without matt damon in it at all and you're still gonna get emotional that's the hold this man had on the world that his pr team and marketing and he was a movement this dude is the biggest athlete we've probably ever seen globally and ever will see he's like he's like how michael jackson was the last person that was so fucking famous people were passing out of his concert before he said a word 
and no matter how great someone else is gonna be after michael jackson they'll never be that level of famous Mm -mm. um and that's kind of what michael jordan is so i feel like the movie just heavily leans into that and if Mm -hmm. you're a person that can be swayed by that it really is gonna be a good movie for you glad we didn't get michael jordan in his proper it's not necessarily about him it's about how the sausage is made in the shoe business i didn't know how bad nike was suffering in the 80s and now look at them making converse's bitch and adidas is irrelevant at this point i did wish we got more of a relationship of the jordan family build that up and show how influential they were in mj's life to tell the part that part of the story effectively there yeah that was the thing that was missing to me and i oh i think i said it in the review i just needed a few scenes from the family's perspective you don't even have to show me michael jordan the actor or whatever but even if it's just like viola davis on the phone with michael because she's the one that's getting credit for shoot for basically uh pushing this shoe deal and convincing him and then turning this nigga into multi-generational wealth for everybody that he's ever gonna know and i'd like to see her have more agency in the script you know um i i'd love to see like um i don't know just a bit more from her perspective of like i am taking a risk with my son but i believe in my son this much it's my decision too it's not just these white guys at this business right anyway there way there was way too much licensed music and some of it feels out of place despite the error being foretold here well don't go see transformers then because it's a lot of licensed music baby (laughs) and some of it's out of place but i just didn't care uh it's effective however it's very close to getting a being a great film but it's very good and consistent in that parts of the the parts that matter you know thinking about this and thinking about this transformers movie it is interesting getting older because now the movies period pieces are just shit that happened when we was alive Mm -hmm. yeah we are the history yeah it's like 1994 remember then i'm like oh ouch my 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 age my youth yeah not my childhood right not don't do me don't do me right they're like that shit was 35 years ago what yeah but all right y'all that's it thanks for listening we appreciate y'all we'll be back soon with another episode of spoiled movie reviews until next time peace peace